So we are good to go for round 23. Racing to resume here at Thruxton this afternoon. It's the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. 16 laps to look forward to. The five-second board is now held aloft from the gantry. And the revs start to rise once again. Who can make, make the best of the starts from the front of the grid? The lights go out, and it is a fairly good start from Dan Camish in the Ford Focus. He tries to take with him Ash Sutton on the inside, and he might just have the corner, but he won't have the straight-line speed and the acceleration that Gordon Shedden has. So they're going to be side-by-side -side for second place up towards the complex for the first time. Up towards the complex for the first time, but he'll have the inside line, I think, when they head in towards Campbell for the first time. Shedden tries to break it out around the outside, but he's going to get squeezed on the exit of the corner. So it's a Napa Ford Focus 1-2 at the moment. Dan Camish leads. Ash Sutton in second place. It's going to be Gordon Shedden that's there in third position. And it looks as though Jake Hill is coming under enormous pressure from Ash Ham. Those two are going side by side as they head up towards Noble this time through. But I think it will just be Jake Hill by the time they get towards the right-hander at Goodwood. So the two Fords from Napa Racing lead the way. Yeah, they certainly do. So Gordon Shedden already with work to do to get back to where he started. Uh, I think it was Rory Butcher, but Ashan is right there with them as well. So Jake Hill has just squeezed through back into fourth place, as you said, Mark. So he now uh, puts all his attention on the top three. But now Ashan putting the pressure onto the back of the Toyota Corolla of Rory Butcher. So we're going to be nose to tail for fifth and sixth place. But the Napa Racing Four focuses starting to build a gap out front as they head back down towards the club chicane at racing speed for the first time. It's going to be Dan Camish that leads the way Ash Sutton is second through the chicane is going to go down row bottom with a shortcut and so does Josh Cook there uh, but he'll have to set back in behind Michael Kreese as they cross the line to complete lap number one uh, the gap out front is just under half a second between the two Ford Focuses so here they come in towards the complex for the second time it's still Dan Kamich race one winner that leads the way reigning champion Ash Sutton there in second place Gordon Shedden in third slight gap though not much of a gap back to Jake Hill Rui Butcher and it's Ash Hand who has his hand rather full at the moment he's got Daniel Rowbottom queuing up behind him and then uh, after Daniel Rowbottom is going to be Tom Ingram I think who is starting to try and apply the pressure as well so leaders or leading three cars getting away and then the gap back not a slight not a, not a very big one back to fourth I think we just had one of the BTC racing Hondas in a bit of strife there. Uh, there's a bit of contact through the exit of Seagrave Corner. Just trying to work out which one that was uh, from the line. Um, I think it was Plato and Collard who have made contact down there in 18th and 19th place. But I think they've uh, survived, but possibly uh, with a few places lost. Uh, not too much to separate now between the top two, because Ash Sutton is giving Dan Camish a real good run for his money here. A couple laps extra, of course, in terms of the, the hem deployment uh, for Ash Sutton. So maybe... Maybe he's on that now to try and get past Dan Camish as they head up towards the line once again. Uh, Sutton is on the deployment, so he's going to try and get a good run down towards Allard Corner. And on that lap, the quickest lap does go briefly to the second place man, Ash Sutton. A 116.693, just three tenths uh, between the top two now. Yeah, I did say it might come down to how much Dan Camish can managed to soak up the pressure with his relative lack of heaven deployment relative to everybody else so top three still the same jake hill is looking as though he's getting caught slowly by the toyota corolla as well of rory butcher who coming into this weekend was the highest placed driver hasn't had a win overall in the championship so far this year so can he edge his way onto water coattails of the bmw he's still the best part of maybe six ten car lengths behind at the moment but the visual gap looks to have closed a little bit between the pair of them for fourth and fifth uh, just a, an update it was plato who had contact from collard so on that 
uh, lap. He lost five places, uh, did Jason Plato. So down to 23rd, he has gone, trying to make progress back through the field. Uh, Turkington and Ingram. Well, Ingram has made progress to eighth place. Uh, unfortunately for Turkington, he's now outside the top 10 into 12th position. So he was, I think, squeezed by uh, Jelly and Michael Kreese at the start. And I think uh, things unfolded down towards the complex uh, as well on that first lap. So that's how Turkington lost his places outside the top 10. But Ingram, the man who's chasing him down, is definitely now getting more points than him as the leaders work their way back through. It is still going to be Dan Camish that leads the way. Ash Sutton in second. Third place for Gordon Shedden. Fourth place is Jake Hill. Uh, Roy Butcher then a little bit distant in fifth place, but company still there from Ash Hand and Dan Robottom in seventh. Yeah, well, I thought Robbie Butcher was making inroads towards Jake Hill, but absolutely not. This time they appear into sight, and the Toyota has lost ground relative to the BMW, and that's largely because Jake Hill now is looking to try and join in and catch onto the coattails of Gordon Shedden, who still sits there in what is third position. Good squabbles going on further back. Josh Cook still trying to make progress through the field as well, isn't he? He's another driver that we need to keep an eye on to see what he's doing. He is up another place that time through as he's gone through and ahead of Michael Kreese. So Josh Cook now inside the top ten. Uh, and just to let you know as well, this is now a 14-lap race rather than the uh, initially stated 16. So we're trying to catch up some time. So 14 laps for this second race of the day. Uh, we've got the car gods with Sicily Motorsport Machine, which is now looking all over the back of Aidan Moffitt. So Morgan and Moffitt are uh, very close on the run from them down toward Goodwood Corner. Uh, this at the minute is all over 15th place. So what's going to be the, the final point uh, within this second race? As it stands, it's Moffitt who just holds on now ahead of Morgan. Uh, top four. Constantine in together here because Dan Camish is not going to get through as Sutton cuts the corner on the final part of the chicane there so he didn't think he'd make it so he cuts across the grass and all of a sudden it's a bigger gap once again for the race leader which drops Ash Sutton bang into the clutches of both Gordon Shedden and the ever closing Jake Hill yeah he's got to defend from Gordon Shedden which he might have to here coming up towards the breaking area for the complex he does he takes a slightly tighter line in towards the complex that is going to just hamper him ever more and allow Dan Camish slowly just to edge away in the lead of the race so Ash Sutton Gordon Shedden then Jake Hill all together for second, third and fourth position. Rory Butcher a little bit on his own in fifth at the moment. And after Rory Butcher in fifth place, and Ash Hand has got his hands very full indeed because he's got Daniel Rowbottom and then the number 80 car of Tom Ingram closing in on him as they start to work their way back towards Goodwood Village and Church. Uh, the problem for Ash Sutton through the chicane is the back end stepped out through the middle of it. So that kind of put him offline. Uh, and that's why he cut the chicane to try and avoid hitting the tyre stack. Uh, there was more drama down here as well because we had uh, Jack Boutel making contact with Dexter Patterson. Uh, Dexter lost out more and has now dropped to the back. Uh, Jack, Jack Boutel only losing the two places. So uh, uh, that's a little bit of a, a skirmish down here a lap ago. Uh, yes, Dan Cabbage now out front is really starting to pull away, isn't he? Because with that mistake last time through for Ash Sutton, He's now gone into a defence mode because Gordon Shedden and Jake Hill once again looking very racy. Jake gets a good run across the line as well here. So he is potentially looking for a podium place as they work their way uh, through Allard Corner. Uh, Jake Hill out of the four of these cars is definitely looking the one to make the move first. Yeah, Dan Cowish was four tenths of a second quicker than Ash Sutton that time through. Ash can take the normal racing line in towards the complex this time because he's not under the same amount of pressure on this lap that he was on the previous lap uh, with uh, Gordon Shedden queuing up behind him. Also keeping an what's going on with Ash Hand as well because he is still under that enormous pressure uh, no longer though is it Daniel Robottom that's behind him because Daniel Robottom lost out to Tom Ingram that time through so the number 80 car of the Hyundai goes through and takes the place away so Tingram making a little bit of progress at least on that lap 
Certainly is, yeah. Another place gained in terms of points over Colin Turkington and a little bit closer now in terms of what he can do uh, with Ash Hand. And a spin for Rick Parfit. He'd fallen to the back a few laps ago. Spin for him coming out of Cobb. Thank you very much, Mark. Yep, so Rick Parfit uh, with some more drama in this second race. I can also tell you that uh, Dexter Patterson has uh, brought himself into the pit lane. So he, uh, after that contact with uh, Jack Boutel, is not liking the car uh, as it stands. As once again, we have our top four with us once more and no move on this occasion for any of the top four. Though Gordon Shedden takes a huge amount of curb uh, through the middle again of the chicane. So he is offline slightly uh, towards the completion of lap number six. And Ash Hand is for the pit lane as well. So the man who is in fifth position he talked to Alan on the grid about how the car was overheating. Uh, there's some more problems for now as he works his way down towards the far end. Uh, such a shame for Ashand, who had a stellar result earlier on. His best result of the season so far, but not to be for him, I'm afraid. The other thing I need to try and keep an eye on is Rory Butcher, because I think Rory Butcher is gaining on the cars ahead. A quick look at the times confirms, yeah, he was about a tenth of a second quicker than both Dan Camish, Ash Sutton, Gordon Shedden and Jay Cool last time through. So the number six Toyota, the Toyota Gazoo Racing Corolla GR Sport, is on his way. So if they do start to squabble ahead, I wouldn't rule out the fact that Rory Butcher might catch him in the next lap or so. Thanks very much, Mark. Yeah, just looking at something on the big screen there between Josh Cook and Stephen Jelly. Again, there was a bit of argy-bargy uh, through there, but it was Josh Cook who came out of the better of those two. So uh, Josh Cook now into the top 10 for the first time this weekend in terms of how the race is unfolding. So this is good news for him. Of course, he qualified up the, the order, but it was that mistaken uh, contact from Ash Sutton that put him down the order. So uh, now back inside the top 10 for Josh Cook. This is all important. Of course, we have the reversal uh, for the race three grid as well. So the higher you can get up the order inside the top uh, kind of 10 and towards sixth place, it gives you an even better chance of being towards the front for race number three. So Josh is doing well, uh, and now he's made his way through. In fact, no, Crease has made his way past Stephen Jelly. So Crease uh, now inside the top 10 as Stephen Jelly drops himself down the order. Yeah, bad lap lap for Stephen Jelly as he uh, drops uh, down through the order. And as they head round past me, they're already uh, past the half-distance lap, aren't they? So seven laps completed, very tight into the braking area as Bobby Thompson comes under pressure from Dan Lloyd, who can't quite thread the needle with the Hyundai. So that's a fight up down through the order for what will be 12th and 13th position at the moment. And that could be hugely important as well, because, of course, 12th place, you're included in the reverse grid draw. If you're 13th, you're not. That is absolutely correct, yeah. So, of course, the, the more you can get up, the more guaranteed you are to be, to be towards the front. But 12th place is, is the only number, uh, of course, that gets reversed up to 6th place. So you're going to have to try and guarantee yourself as better position as possible. Uh, so that fighting continues. There's lots going on further down here with, uh, by the looks of it, Ricky, Collid, uh, Ricky Collard, sorry, Ollie Jackson, and also Aaron Taylor-Smith. That's a fantastic battle for uh, places just out the points at the minute. But uh, Dan Camish taking this race in his stride. As he did in race number one, just starting to build the gap out front. It was 1.2 seconds last time through. Has Ash Sutton managed to bring that gap down between him and his teammate? Uh, the answer is no. It creeps down by a tenth of a second to 1.3, uh, but Shedden and Hill are still lurking in the background. Well, Dan Camish has now built a similar-ish advantage to we had towards the end of race one earlier on today. It's hovering around about 1.4 seconds, uh, and that was sort of the lowest it ever was in race number one. So he's done the hard work of building the gap. Ash Sutton can't as yet shake away Gordon Shedden, whose Honda is not too far away. Uh, Jake Hill, I think, you know, we were talking earlier on in the break uh, and uh, we were discussing as to how his, his driving has changed and his approach has changed. He's sitting there in fourth. I'm sure he's pushing hard, but he'll know full well that fourth, point, uh, fourth place points again would be a good haul for him and would keep that great run of consistency going. 
Yes, indeed. And I think he's, he's almost taken the mentality of what Ash Sutton has become after being a champion. He kind of used to go full steam to get as better result as he possibly could. But, but now with the kind of maturity coming through for these drivers, I think you're right. JQ is just thinking, yes, I'm ahead of my rivals. I'm scoring good points. I might want to be higher, but as it stands, I'm in a good position. So that is by far what Jake Hill looks to be doing. Uh, whilst that has been happening, Aaron Taylor-Smith has briefly been into the pit lane. Uh, he's now back on his way as well in the Cupra. And we've got the two BMWs for Team BMW uh, pretty close together now as well. Through the club chicane they come. It's still Colin Turkington ahead of Stephen Jelly. But Stephen Jelly, again, looks to be putting more pressure onto his teammate. Yeah, so uh, those two will be busy squabbling away at this stage. There'll be no team orders at this stage of the season. And later on come Brands Hatch, of course. It all might be very, very different indeed. Uh, so for the lead of the race, Dan Camish leading by 1.2 seconds. The gap did come down by around about a tenth between himself and Ash Sutton last time through. Ash Sutton, I think, has got a bit more daylight between himself and Gordon Shedden, albeit the timing screens would suggest they only circulated one one-thousandth of a second differently at this stage. We also did see a, a change for position, didn't we? Because Colin Turkington is now ahead of Stephen Jelly over the course of that lap. Yeah, you're right. It was actually, yeah, Jelly looking close, but it was Serkinton who made the move and uh, a replay of that on the big screens uh, up towards Woodham Hill. Uh, I think Jelly did just back out the throttle just slightly there to allow his teammate uh, to take the place away from him. So Turkington uh, breezes past Jelly uh, and now he sets his sight on Michael Crease to try and bring this gap down. Uh, at the line, it was 1.4 seconds. So with Turkington now with pretty much the full deployment of the hem, he should be able to close that down fairly quickly. Uh, and with that, he'll then be on to the tail of Josh Cook, who is uh, now up ahead of Michael Crease. So the, the battles are starting to edge themselves back together. Uh, the man ahead of them, Tom Ingram now, is trying to keep ahead of Dan Rowbottom, who again looks pretty racy in this battle. Uh, so we're pairing ourselves off from fifth on backwards. And a little bit of traffic just up the road, potentially for our race leader, Dan Camish, to deal with. And that'll be the car that's just come out of the pit lane, the Irishman Aaron Taylor-Smith. So already, Dan Camish has flicked the headlamps on on the race leading number nine, Napa Racing Ford Focus, to see what he might be able to do. Good fight still going on also between Tom Ingram and Daniel Rowbottom. That's for the final place inside the top six, as things currently stand. Uh, and other than that, I don't think there are really any changes over the course of that lap. So the lead advantage is a couple of seconds. Jason Plato gets into the side of Ollie Jackson's Ford as they come in towards the club chicane. Ollie Jackson has to short, sorry, in towards Campbell Cobb and Seagrave. Ollie Jackson has to shortcut the chicane. And then Jason Plato is slow coming out on towards at Seagrave corner. So that allows Ollie Jackson to squeeze his way back through again. You can see it on the big screens at the moment. That is quite a robust uh, battle, which has been ongoing now for about two or three laps. So Plato is down. It's Jackson up ahead. Ricky Collard has squeezed his way through as well. Uh, and now joining the action is both Jade Edwards and George Gamble. So five any takers for any more because uh, Plato is not happy after losing those two places. So now, again, he's just kind of bumping and Morse code in the, the back of uh, the car ahead of him. But, uh, of course, Ollie Jackson is not going to have any of that as they work their way up towards the uh, final chicane once again. But uh, I don't think this battle is quite over, Mark. Uh, no, I think there might be uh, another twist or two in the tail of that one as they head into the braking area with you. As you see those cars heading through the club chicane, I've got the race leader with me, Dan Camish, Ash Sutton, Gordon Shannon, if anything, falling into the clutches a little bit more of Jake Hill over the course of that lap. And actually, Rory Butcher, who sits behind both Gordon Shannon and Jake Hill, uh, was quicker than the pair of them. So he's edging the Toyota up on towards the coattails of the BMW as well. Uh, looking over my right shoulder, here comes that squabble that we were talking about. And it is going to be George. Jordan Collard from uh, Ollie Jackson. Again, he's under attack for Jason Plato, but this time as they get towards the left-hander at Cobb, but there was no opportunity for Plato to stick the nose fully up the inside 
of the Ford that lied ahead and now it looks as though it is Jade Edwards coming out of the corner and now finds herself under pressure and that will be George Gamble's BMW off the back of the grid still trying to make progress. Yeah he's doing well at the minute is George Gamble up there now into these uh, top 20 positions so uh, uh, just a replay of what happened between Jackson and Plato it was Plato who just made a slight bit of contact uh, to the back of Jackson on that previous lap so that what uh, allowed Jackson to go across the grass uh, but rejoined still ahead of Plato but then of course uh, subsequently uh, let Ricky Collard go through to take the place away so they'll continue as they work their way through Church Corner uh, we've got Michael Kreese through the chicane briefly there so uh, Cook was already ahead so no place gained or no place lost uh, for those two in and they've had a change for the lead just as they appeared into sight Ash Sutton comes through and ahead of Dan Camish and that looked as though Dan Camish to me just blended out of the throttle there so as to allow the sister car to go through so it's Ash Sutton now that picks up the lead of the race it's still a Napa 1-2 in terms of the Ford Focus but it is the reigning champion the three times champion that goes through and that's key point of the race that so it certainly looked as though Camus blended out the throttle and gifted him the, lead, the opportunity to lead yeah and again a replay on the big screen does show exactly that he went straight to the inside of Allard on the exit of the corner uh, and Sutton was through and gone so uh, uh, this is again now then possibly thinking about the, the championship with what's going to be after this race seven races to go so uh, they are looking where Turkington is and where Ingram is uh, and where Jake Hilly of course is as well so the more points that Ash Sutton can gain uh, the better it will be for him in the championship so off the road he goes. Uh, Dan Camish trying to keep with him as they work their way down towards the club chicane but very shortly uh, they'll have the lapery to be done on Aaron Taylor-Smith in number 40 Team Hard Cupra. Uh, third and fourth is still very close and now being caught by Rory Butcher because behind uh, a gap which was 1.1 seconds is surely going to be down to less than a second as they cross the line. Uh, Rory Butcher now has lost a little bit of time uh, but he's there or thereabouts. Yeah, it's been quick all season, hasn't he, Rory Butcher, but hasn't as yet chalked up that race win in the 2022 Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. And with where he is at the moment, yeah, he's not going to do it in round 23 either, is he? Because he's just too far away uh, from uh, the leading pack still to even catch them, let alone then pick off four or five cars. So they're on the last lap as well, and it certainly looks as though it's going to be another one of the Napa Racing Ford Focus that stands on the top step of the podium, but it's going to be the reigning champion, Ash Sutton. Yeah, it certainly is, of course. Ash has only had two wins so far this year, one at Knock Hill and one at Snet. Uh, again, those wins have come in the second half of the season, but uh, we are on this last lap of this shortened race, uh, and Ash Sutton is looking very good indeed as he works his way round uh, already into double figures for podiums after that first race. He's now going to be the man with the most podiums so far this year because it's going to be uh, 11 podiums for him as he works his way up Woodham Hill for the uh, final time and in what is going to be his 200th uh, race start in the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship, it is going to be uh, a win and as well for the reigning champion who works his way through. It's going to be a Napa race in UK. Uh, two first places so far today here at Thruxton. And it's Ash Sutton who wins round 23 of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. His teammate uh, Dan Camish comes through in second. And Gordon Shedden will grace the podium for a second time today, uh, albeit a step lower than what he had in race number one. Uh, Jake Hill, another solid scoring round for him down in fourth position. Uh, and then the top five completed by what's going to be number six, Rory Butcher. Uh, behind him, the Hyundai of Tom Ingram, who made progress, of course, from ninth on the grid. So he gets, again, points ahead of Turkington, which will bring him closer. But, of course, behind him in the championship, uh, Sutton and Hill get closer as well. So he comes through in sixth. Seventh place goes the way of Dan Raybottom. Uh, eighth place, good recovery as well for, for Josh Cook, who also takes the independent win in that uh, second race of the day. Michael Kreese for ninth place, so one down on his best performance of the year so far. And Colin Turkington also gets himself into tenth 
10th place, but it was a, a race which went down for him and then came good at the end, although he didn't make up any positions, from where he started on the grid. So 10th place for Turkington. Uh, teammate Stephen Jelly finishes in 11th. 12th place for Bobby Thompson. 13th place for Dan Lloyd. Uh, Adam Morgan and Ricky Collard down in 15th position. And for Rick Parfit and Aaron Taylor-Smith, uh, that's a battle towards the line as well. Uh, a bit of rubbing as they go across the line. And I think it's just going to go the way of, uh, in fact, Aaron Taylor-Smith. Just squeezed ahead there on the run to the chequered flag. And it's Parfit who comes through there in 26th place. So uh, all the way down the order. There was a battle to had uh, right towards the chequered flag. But but uh, Ash Sutton, 200 starts. He now takes himself on to uh, another win in the championship, uh, 27 in total. Here at Thruxton, uh, that will be his third ever win in his touring car career.